A month ago, today, uh, I began this Substack with the goal of starting a different kind of conversation with people who wanted to get behind the news, who wanted to see the connections between various political and economic phenomena, and wanted to have a thoughtful conversation about where we are going as a society and how to how to actually make fundamental, important, progressive change in the direction of a more just society. Uh, and I have to tell you, over the last month, I have been overwhelmed at your response, uh, your enthusiasm, uh, your comments, the thoughtfulness of your comments, uh, the the degree to which you are are open and uh, and and thinking both critically and also uh, want more uh, of the kind of integrated and uh, uh, kind of political economic background uh, that this Substack is about. Uh, Herbert Fisher, you who voted for Henry Wallace in 1948, I, I was I was so delighted with your comment. I mean, you must be, again, just doing the math, you must be 94. Uh, well, thank you for joining me. Uh, and Robin O, um, you had a question, very interesting question about whether oral arguments before the Supreme Court really do change minds. And uh, Peter Salby, uh, you're from the UK. Um, you were telling us that Big Pharma is as powerful in the UK as it is in the United States in terms of distorting politics there. Uh, Kathy, you reminding us about dignity and respect at work uh, and so many others. And I could go on and on. Your comments and your respect for each other uh, mark this as an experiment that I think is likely to succeed. It certainly is something that I find enormously fulfilling. Uh, it's an experiment that is timely in the sense that I believe and many of you from your comments seem to agree with me that American democracy really is at an inflection point right now. Uh, it's very fragile. Uh, and the fragility is coming from two directions. One is the oligarchy. That is a fairly small number of people who have so much money uh, that they can buy off politicians. Uh, they can uh, essentially, through their lobbying, through their shell companies, through their uh, ability to uh, really stifle certain kinds of political debate and ignite others, they can shape the public debate. And they are able to do that. And they, well, you, you just look at uh, Biden's proposed original $3.5 trillion uh, uh, initiative uh, and how that was and has been distorted through the media and also by the big bucks coming from those who don't want their taxes increased. Obviously, they don't, and they're willing to spend a huge amount of money to avoid that. Uh, it's a good investment on their parts, uh, but the fact of the matter is uh, it leaves a huge number of Americans in the lurch a large number of people, mainly working class and poor people uh, who have not had a raise in years, uh, who are suffering the consequences of a form of capitalism that is really uh, the cruelest capitalism in and among all advanced nations. Uh, at the same time, uh, the people who at the top have never done as well. We've seen the stock market roaring 
And we now know that the top 1% owns a third of the stock market. Uh, the richest 10% of Americans own a 90% of the stock market. Uh, and everybody else is sort of being left behind. Uh, the other source of threat to our democracy is obviously the neo-fascism that is taking over and has taken over the Republican Party via Donald Trump. Uh, and, and some of that second force is being instigated or at least fueled by the frustrations and anger so many people have because they can't get ahead, because they do sense that the game is rigged. In other words, both those forces, the oligarchy and neo-fascism, are related to one another. Uh, we will be talking about this. I'll be writing about it. I'll be drawing pictures. I hope you enjoy my pictures. Uh, we'll be talking in a variety of forums about it on Substack. Uh, but I can't imagine a more important set of issues to deal with. Again, politics can't be separated from economics or from history or, for that matter, from, from moral philosophy. Uh, it's all about what is a good society? How do you define it? How do you get there? And together, I hope we will.